First of all, before I say anything at all, you need to know how much I miss you guys so much and how much I miss this microphone. This podcast is so very close to my heart. I truly enjoy sharing everything with you guys and expressing myself authentically through this medium and connecting with you in the many ways that I do. So I have been on this social media detox for the past few weeks. I've been MIA from every single thing that is internet and I feel like it's the best thing I could have done for my soul, my mind, and just myself in general. I feel like it's important to ground ourselves and just not push ourselves past our limits. Have respect for your body and your mind. I feel like it's important to take a step back whenever you feel it's necessary, especially as a content creator or anyone in purpose work. If you're listening to this, it's okay to take a step back. You're not going to die. It's not the end of the world. It's the best thing that you can do for yourself and other people, including your loved ones. So I'm glad to be back. I did have some life events come up, but everything is okay. I'm doing fine. Thank you for everyone that checked up on me. You are a beautiful soul. So for today's episode, I want to talk about what's been on my mind the past few days, and that would be good girl conditioning. I swear I had good girl syndrome my entire life, and it wasn't up until maybe a few months ago that I fully transcended her. So I want to get into how this manifests within us and how to transcend it. Of course, first I'm going to get into what it is at all because I feel like this is a very sneaky little mask the ego loves to portray. So we're going to talk about good girl conditioning and how to step into your feminine energy that's so sovereign, powerful, and attractive. What many people don't talk about, by the way, is the fact that accessing this energy is an act of healing. So in order to fully embody this beautiful magnetic frequency, you do have to deconstruct so much conditioning, you guys. That's what it's all about. You cannot be present. You cannot be whole. You cannot be in your magnetic energy when you don't feel good about yourself, when you question yourself, when you doubt yourself, when you feel insecure, when you don't trust your inner voice, when you don't trust anyone else. You know, all of these things are a manifestation of some kind of trauma in our unique past experience. And so this can create what's known as good girl conditioning, but It's a little bit more specific than that, so if you're interested in learning more about this, this episode was made just for you. So what is good girl conditioning? This is basically when we believe our role is to get other people to approve of us. We're always seeking validation. We're seeking others' approval. We want to be accepted in society. We want other people to accept us and like us and have a good perception of us and see us as good people, attractive. And a lot of times we can make ourselves seem small. We can shrink ourselves in order to fit in and be accepted by society in many different ways, in many different groups. It doesn't matter Many of us are guilty of doing this, even with our own family. 
we shrink ourselves to feel accepted because we fear rejection, we fear not being loved, not being heard, not being seen. We fear abandonment. These are many different things that the human psyche fears due to some kind of childhood traumatic experience or maybe just a lack of love, maybe a lack of safety or trust in some kind of parental figure. This is how the ego masks itself later on in our lives as adults. And this can also show itself by trying not to rock the boat and maybe keep the peace. You're that person that's always trying to prevent some kind of argument. So again, you shrink yourself to prevent that argument or that uncomfortable feeling between you and someone else. You stay quiet. You don't speak up. Anything to just not rock the boat. And what's interesting about this is when you learn about the divine feminine energy, you realize how chaotic it really is and not in a toxic kind of way, but in a way in which she is very fearless because the feminine is in touch with her healthy masculine, which is fearless and very bold and brave and the feminine, the healed feminine is not afraid to speak up and shake things up. You know, that's what you do because it's transformative and you don't transform in a comfort zone, which is what good girl conditioning is all about is keeping not only yourself comfortable and small, but everyone else around you too. You stun everyone else's growth without realizing it because you're too afraid to challenge the status quo, to challenge different opinions. And so there's no evolution in that. A woman that is anti-evolution is a woman that is afraid to speak up and create change and not only herself, but in the world around her. So this can also manifest as betraying your own emotional needs to appear selfless. And if you think about it, this is a form of manipulation. Because you want other people to see you as an angel. You want to look so good and perfect in the eyes of another. And you guys, it's crazy because this reminds me of that one story of the wolf in sheep's clothing. I'm sure many of you have heard that saying before. I know I definitely have and I know for sure I've experienced this from other people before. You would never expect this amazing, kind-hearted person to have done such a horrible thing, right? We hear about it in documentaries. We experience it in maybe in high school or in friend groups and in our families. People that seem like the goody two-shoes, but deep down inside, it's very questionable. You know what I mean. So that is basically the good girl. She's wearing a mask She's afraid to not be a conformist because to be a non-conformist is an act of bravery and there's something that's holding this back. So I want to get into this because I swear to you, I had this for so long. It's like a form of people pleasing in a sense, but in reality, this is more about being seen as Mrs. Perfect Patty 
And if you are sensitive to conversations like these and you're still listening to me, that's amazing because that is a sign of challenging your own growth. You have got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And that's the reason I really want to dive into this in the way that I am because honestly, we cannot walk around life just being afraid to speak up, being afraid to rock the boat because that is what creates change, like I said. So here I am creating change, hopefully in you as you listen to this episode. If being a good girl is something that you've been dealing with in your life, I get it. I've been there and we don't want to hear it. You just don't want to hear it. So thank you so much for listening in on this episode before I dive deeper into this topic. One thing I do want to add is that this is basically the American housewife archetype. The one that stays home and cooks and cleans and listens to her husband or whoever, her boyfriend, and she's very quiet and she's all about pleasing the male gaze. The good girl, she does everything right and it's so damn cookie cutter. You already know. The American housewife archetype. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being that kind of woman to each their own. I'm just going to call it for what it is. Thousands of years ago, women were basically trained and conditioned to be marriage material. We were trained to be modest, accommodating, quiet, sexually available to her partner, regardless of her feeling or mood. And she definitely doesn't outshine anyone at all. This is someone that's a conformist. She fits in. There's nothing special about her. She doesn't create change. She doesn't build legacies. She doesn't create anything meaningful because she is too afraid to step out of her comfort zone. This is not attractive. This kind of submission is shrinking yourself and holding you to a very tiny little standard that allows for you and creates space for you to be controlled and manipulated. And there is nothing powerful about this. So this archetype is completely suppressed of her mind, her body, and her authentic expression, her soul's authentic expression. It doesn't allow room for expansion in her relationships. This woman is a woman that gets taken advantage of because she is blinded by her own ego. She lives in a bubble of comfortability and dare anything disturb this bubble. There's pure chaos within her and not the good kind. So this is someone, like I said, that's completely suppressed, you guys. And what happens when you are like this is there is a volcano beneath the surface that one day is going to explode. And we want to avoid that because we love ourselves. We love our mind. We love our health. And we love ourselves, more importantly. And just to clarify, at first I said we love ourselves, C-E-L-L-S. And then I said ourselves because, like I said in previous episodes, we have different bodies of awareness. We have a family of consciousness that communicates with each other. And they all want to be aligned with each other and on board, just like your personal family. Hopefully, if you have a healthy family dynamic... That's what it's all about, is being on the same page and supporting each other. Well, your bodies of awareness want the same thing for you. I am by no means trying to shame 
I don't support shame around here. I just want to clarify that before moving forward. So a woman that is suppressed in this way doesn't ruffle feathers. She doesn't make an impact that's needed in this society for change. So many of us complain about the dating scene, complain about what love is like in this day and age. Does that sound familiar to you? Yet we do nothing to create this change. And the thing about change is that it starts with us. So what are we doing within ourselves to create the changes that we want to see in society and in this world? First of all, what are we doing? How are we thinking? How are we moving? Do we trust? Do we trust ourselves? Do we trust our inner voice enough to speak up and not hold back due to fear of being judged and not being accepted? It's so easy to say, I wish things were different. Why are things not like this? Fuck this. And I'm not going to trust anyone. Why would I trust any guy or a woman in this society, right? It's so easy to do that, but this is a wounded feminine energy. And I'm sorry to say this, but it's pure weakness. Okay? It's pure weakness. There's nothing powerful about this. You just think it's powerful because you're like, I'm not going to give anyone my attention. Fuck that. But in reality, you are wounded. And that's why you are reacting in that way. Because if we were to be honest with ourselves, if you were to be honest with yourself, you want love in your life in one way or another. Even if you don't want a relationship, you desire human connection at some capacity. But what does human connection require? It requires trust. It requires give and take. It requires things from us that can make us feel vulnerable and uncomfortable. So one thing I want to say is that we are not the body. We are a soul having a human experience, not the other way around. So you are not the body that is here to protect you and alert you and warn you of danger. So tell your body to talk to it. Say, I know you protect me. Thank you so much for doing that. I love you, but it's time for me to evolve and it's okay for me to do that. I'm not even kidding. I talk to my body in those ways. So the divine shakes things up, first of all with her presence alone. She is a disruptor and the source of all transformation. So if you're resonating with this, I'm probably speaking to a part of you that needs to hear these messages. So ask yourself, are you afraid to be a disruptor? Are you afraid to step outside of the box and find your purple elephant? Everyone has a purple elephant. I don't care if there are a hundred people in the same profession and with the same gift. No one can replicate your divine blueprint. Literally no one. Think of all of the musicians and all of the actors that you might look up to in some kind of way. And even if you're against having idols and admiring people like that and putting them on a pedestal, sure, you can still observe and see the different unique traits that they each carry and you don't compare them to each other. Think about it. Let's look at Mariah Carey and Ariana Grande. If you love both of them, think about what you love about each of them. You don't not listen to one and just listen to another. You admire some kind of quality from each artist. 
Same thing with actors. There's so many of them. There's so many people that might do what you do for a living, but guess what? None of them are you. There's so many other people that your significant other could potentially be with that might look better than you, that might make more money than you, but guess what? They're not you and that's your power. So what makes you so afraid to fully be yourself, to fully show how weird you are, how quirky you are, how creative you are? What holds you back from that? What is it? Because it has to be some kind of underlying fear. Why don't you want people to see the real you? Why don't you want to face your pain, whatever it is that you've gone through in the past? Why do you bury it deep down inside? These are all questions that we should ask ourselves. And it's okay. It's okay to be honest with ourselves. And it's okay to be honest with other people. Because your job is not to seek validation and acceptance. Your job is to step into your truth and align with people that accept it, that love you as you are. Even if you're imperfect, which let's be honest, the human experience is an experience of imperfection. So how can you ever experience authentic love and connection when you're pretending to be someone else? Don't you want authenticity in your life? And don't you deserve it? Don't you feel worthy of those things? We might think that fear of speaking up and holding things in is simply exercising discernment and choosing your battles or maybe a lack of confidence, but it's just the freeze. It's a survival response. It's your body responding to disembodiments and it's not natural. It's unhealthy for you in every single way that you can possibly imagine. You are meant to be one with the body. You're not meant to be separate from your body. And you know, this is crazy because in the spiritual community, there's so many people that genuinely believe that the ego is evil, that your ego is trash. It serves no purpose. It's just a flesh and that's it. Just the body and it's meaningless because you're a soul. But the truth is that your body is a source of eternal consciousness. It's one with your soul's expression. And the only difference is is that you are in the world of material in this body, but it's not meaningless at all. It's your vessel. It's how you get around. It's how you experience. It's what you take with you to add to the glory of source consciousness. All of this, your story, every single thing, all of the wisdom that you acquire in this lifetime, you are adding to the glory of eternal source consciousness. So it's not meaningless and it's important to be fully embodied. And this is why I've transitioned to teaching manifestation through ways that we can embody the feminine and through polarity work, because I've realized that energy is genuinely everything. Every single thing is frequency and it's important to be in tune with your bodies of awareness, with your emotional state and your mental state and not dismiss one or the other as more important. All of your bodies of awareness work together and they want to be in harmony with each other. And the truth is 
I would be doing a disservice to you if I just talked about feminine energy all the time and didn't integrate the masculine energy that is also within you. And if you want more tips on integrating these energies to create an abundant life for yourself, and I don't mean just monetary, but in many different ways, I have a guide that you can get on my website and you can find it at the link in my bio on my TikTok if you follow me on there. But otherwise, I will put the link in my show notes if you're interested in grabbing that and downloading it. I think that it has been so amazing to share with you guys. I love hearing your success stories. It's important to fully embody and create union within yourself. Because if you think about it, if you're fully in your feminine, there is an imbalance. And if you're fully in your masculine, there is an imbalance. You cannot be all logic and you cannot be all emotion. That would be completely chaotic. So anyway, our role is not to seek validation by being a version of ourselves accepted in society or being disconnected just to appear peaceful and polite, but to understand and connect to our emotions and express our needs and set energetic boundaries to serve growth and expansion and fully express ourselves. We are not responsible for other people's emotions and living in fear of disappointing or upsetting others is a trauma response. An adult who is disappointed is fully capable of being that and transmuting those wounds as an individual. We are all capable of doing this. So why do you need to walk on eggshells for another person not to get upset with you or reject you? You don't need to do that at all because everyone is fully capable of going within themselves and transcending the wounds that make them behave in these ways. Just like you are doing right now, you are doing inner work by listening to this podcast alone. Whether you listen to 15 minute episodes or one hour long episodes, you are doing the work. It doesn't matter. If you take five minutes per day, those five minutes add up very quickly. Think about how much work that is in the span of one entire year, five minutes per day. So applaud yourself for that alone. Because most people aren't willing to even do that. Most people can't sit with themselves because it's too scary. It's too uncomfortable. So it's safe to ask ourselves, what created this powerlessness in our childhood? It's important to look back and think about your childhood and reflect on what created this powerlessness. Was it a parent that made you feel small? maybe criticized you all the time. Maybe they weren't there. Maybe you faced rejection. Maybe you faced a lack of love and support. You know, it's important to self-reflect and look into this, which brings me to the number one way of transcending the good girl trope and the mask that you wear for acceptance in this society. And that's going to be shadow work. The good girl trope is usually established in childhood where we learn that upsetting a parental figure leads to punishment and sometimes even harsh punishments or shaming and the silent treatments. 
the toughest pill to swallow is coming to the realization that these are in fact forms of abuse. And I used to tell myself all the time that this is just how our parents would express love for us. They loved us so much that they discipline us because this is genuinely what the patriarchy has taught the masses. Punishing your children means you love them and it's taken literally, like literally disciplining your children with your hands or with a belt. I did grow up in another country, so the culture was different. I went to a school where they pulled down your pants and whipped you with this super thick paddle, okay? It's crazy to think about. Like, to think about how normalized abuse is in this society. It's not just in America, by the way, because like I said, I went to school in another country and I experienced some wild forms of discipline that is so natural to us. And of course, abuse comes in many different ways. But think about how maybe your boundaries were crossed as a child or as a teen when your brain is still developing and how it created the person that you are today. Or maybe the fact that you couldn't talk to any of your parents. Maybe you didn't have that open communication. I don't know what it is, but it is something. And it's important to reflect on this and do the uncomfortable work and truly face the parts of yourself that dim your light so much and cause you to reject love in your life and cause you to reject healthy relationships and personal evolution. I grew up, like I said in a previous episode, around the Christian faith and no judgments. I find all kinds of faith so beautiful. I'm able to see the many different perspectives of how we connect to God and source energy. And I think it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. But in the Christian faith, it's all about modesty and not wearing makeup and coming off attractive whatsoever. Even though it's not the person that dresses up or not, that's personal preference. It's on the person that has a skewed perception. This is basically saying it's my fault if I get raped. Oh, I tempted that person by wearing this and looking like that. No, no, the person that is a rapist needs to do the inner work, okay? You can wear whatever the fuck you want. You can wear all kinds of makeup, okay? You can dress however you wanna dress, and it's on the person that has a skewed perception of a woman and how she should appear, and whatever lustful thoughts he's having and perverted thoughts he's having, it's up to that person to transcend those wounds. But patriarchy says, if you wear this, you're asking for it. (laughs) I don't think so. I don't think so. Because that is an insult to women that have been physically violated wearing turtlenecks and clothes that completely cover them up and no makeup. It's ridiculous. So let's be honest with ourselves. This good girl act has got to go. It's keeping you so small. It's keeping you stuck And honestly, it's unattractive. I do have to say that. And I don't care. It is what it is. It's not cute. And I feel like you believe that it is. When you have the good girl mask, you think that 
being this innocent little creature is hot or something. It's going to keep your spouse from wanting and desiring other people because you're such a good girl. You be who you want to be, but I'm just being honest with you. It's not cute. It's not doing anything for you, but keeping you small. So with shadow work, this is how you come to know these wounds and face them once and for all. And what this does besides assist in your healing is it allows for you to recognize your emotional limits. And that is so important because how can you set your boundaries with the one that you love in your relationships with your family and friends? How can you set those boundaries and really showcase your self-worth and your self-love in these ways? If you believe that setting boundaries is so harsh, it's so terrible, it doesn't show love, you guys, it's not true at all. I'm here to tell you today that setting boundaries is an act of love and it's so beautiful and the right person that's meant for you and the right people that are meant to be in your life are going to fully accept this and love this. And a healed person is going to be crazy attracted to this. In fact, it creates space for this person to personally evolve. And when you combine those two energies together and you form a beautiful deep bond that's with a foundation that's set to fully evolve, what's better than that? You know, like why would you want anything different for yourself? Why would you keep yourself from experiencing a connection like that? You have to realize that the only people that get upset at your boundaries are those that want to cross them. And so they're upset that they're no longer able to do so. So why would you want to keep attracting this into your life? There is a change that is required from you that might be a little bit uncomfortable to your nervous system at first because any changes are uncomfortable to your nervous system, but it's okay. Once you transcend this and you start to set energetic boundaries, you begin to attract people that love and respect them and respect you for upholding those boundaries because it's an act of self-love. It's one of the most powerful acts of self-love and self-worth. And what this does is align you with people that love themselves too. And these are the people that you can develop those healthy and conscious relationships with because they love and respect themselves. And someone that does not love and respect themselves is not able to do the same for you and to show you how much they love you because someone without the capacity to love themselves can't have the capacity to love you. It's impossible. You can only meet people as far as they have met themselves. So you guys, this is one of the most important things you can ever do to get rid of this good girl mask is recognizing your emotional limits. Back to what I said at first about being shamed as a child or given the silent treatment. What this does is develops a hypervigilance around saying the wrong thing, offending, or maybe upsetting everyone. And we worry about that. And so we silence ourselves. But when we get older, we have to realize that we're going to upset people. We cannot please everyone. And that should never be our objective. People pleasing is a trauma response. It's not natural. And it's okay to upset another person with your authentic truth. 
Because if someone is upset with us, they will communicate this. If they have developed their emotional intelligence, it's up to that person to develop it, not you. It's not up to you to mother another adult. And if they don't communicate this, you don't have to assume or look for clues that someone's upset either and then act on it. You know, people are responsible for communicating their own issues and their own feelings. Okay, so never shift blame on yourself and neglect your own needs because then you are unable to set boundaries. And like I said, you guys, this is okay. And communicating those boundaries is okay too. This was a lesson I had to learn. So I get it. And I know it's difficult at first, but it'll be the best thing you can possibly do for yourself and your relationships. And remember that those that fall away, once you start setting these boundaries for yourself, let them, let them go. Because there is a reason they are upset that you are doing this. It's important to be in tune with yourself and stay true to yourself and stop neglecting yourself for the sake of saving another person or saving a relationship or even saving face. Stop self-blaming and love yourself. So number two, recognizing your own needs is just as important as recognizing your emotional limits. As good girls, we learn to repeat experiences in childhood and these come from a place of my needs don't matter. So then we learn to do and say things that go against our own emotional needs. Let's say being around someone that doesn't want to be around anyone or maybe giving affection to someone that does not want affection. Not saying no in order to not appear rude or dismissive and being agreeable even when you are uncomfortable. So the messaging in this is that appearance and approval is more important than your own needs and that's just not true at all. Your needs should come first to you. This does not make you a selfish person. For some reason, we have been taught so much guilt and shame through societal conditioning, and it's crazy. Everything is to fit a certain agenda, and it's important that we break away from this and begin to love and nurture ourselves and understand that it's okay to do this. You are not responsible for other people. Just as you are responsible for your own healing, so is the other person. If you are afraid to speak up because of someone else's reaction, understand that that person is in the wrong. If they cannot handle you when you speak your truth and you're, of course, not being an ugly person, this is where discernment comes in and it's important to use that and use logic and have that balance in yourself and make sure you are communicating in a conscious way so that the other person can receive what you're saying. So this is where the feminine harnesses that masculine wisdom and communicates in a way that is not compromising of your own truth, but you use discernment. You know that you're not coming off an ugly, terrible person. Because remember, a narcissistic individual, if you're dealing with one, is going to try and gaslight you and flip things on you and tell you that you're wrong and be mad at you for being mad. That is that person's problem. 
they need to heal. They have wounds they need to heal because they are projecting onto you just as you project onto other people. But your needs, they come first. And your needs, they do matter. And you are not selfish for having those and communicating those. So start to understand your needs and begin to honor them even when those feelings of guilt arise because we are human and it happens. We are here having a human experience and those feelings of guilt that we try so hard to avoid, they do come up at times. Just remember to honor your needs because I always see these feelings, these negative frequencies as an alert. This is your alert system that is helping you along your human journey of self-discovery and evolution. And it's telling you, hey, I don't like these feelings. They don't feel good to me. So here's what you can do to change it. Honor them. So that brings me to my next point. And we kind of already talked about this a little bit, but place boundaries and be very clear about them because most good girls have never had boundaries or those boundaries have been violated. So place clear boundaries without over-explaining or over-apologizing because this is something that I used to do myself all the time. And now I don't apologize for how I feel. This is how I feel and this is what it's gonna be. And I'm not trying to control you or your response. I just want you to know where I'm at and how I feel and how you respond is your responsibility And it's my responsibility on how I receive it. I'm telling you, this good girl trope is really all about self-blame and manipulation. It is 100% a form of manipulation. And I know that this might trigger some people because everyone is like, oh, well, if it's a trauma response, how can you say that? Well, I can say it because it is 100% a form of manipulation when you are trying to get other people to think of you and see you in a certain light, that's not genuine. That's not true. Regardless of the trauma behind it, you are wearing a mask. And it's important that you are able to identify this because the ego does not like it. The ego finds offense in anything that it can find offense in, in order to protect you and keep you from change. So really look at yourself, face yourself in the mirror and say, wow, this is me. But apply the tips on how to transcend it in grace without that self-blame, without that guilt, and without feeling sorry and bad for yourself. It's okay because we live and we learn. We make mistakes. We go from the foolish virgins to the wise. And it's important to remember that and be patient with yourself. So it's okay to say things like, sorry, I'm busy. I can't make it. I'm reading a book. Can't make it. I can't talk right now. I'm watching my favorite TV show. I'll get back to you later. And honestly, you don't even need an excuse. If you don't want to do something, just say that. I'm not interested in doing this. I don't really feel like it. And that's not rude. You're being honest. Saying I'm not comfortable with that is okay. Saying no is okay. Saying I disagree and I'm also not looking for any feedback or any opinions on my view of things right now, that's okay too. Boundaries are healthy and they keep us from interacting with toxicity and negative energies 
and it keeps us from attracting more of that in our life. Okay, and remember when you do this, it actually initiates the other person to create change within themselves because they look up to you. They say, wow, wow, you know, and you give them a new perspective. But so long as you continue to stay the same and do the same things, so will other people in your life because they're not inspired by you to change themselves, to go within themselves and look at themselves and say, wow, you know, I didn't realize this and this person has given me a new perspective. And energetically, whether you like it or not, that feminine energy is going to disrupt the connections in your life, but in a good way. It's going to inspire their evolution without you even having to say anything. But this energy that you begin to access does it for you without any action, without any masculine energy and attempts to control any situations. So when you set boundaries, you guys, you're kind to the people that you are in relationships with because you give them clear guides on what you will or will not accept. So yeah, that brings me to my next point. Accept that you are not going to be everyone's cup of tea. What I mean is you're not for everyone and that's okay. Parts of who you are will trigger other people. They will trigger things in other people, good or bad. They will either trigger them to change like we just talked about or trigger them in a negative way and that is projection. What is triggering them? It's up to that person to heal whatever that might be. It's not your responsibility. Not everyone is going to understand you and agree with you or even accept your authenticity. They're not going to accept all of your opinions. And you know what? You can be the ripest peach, but it doesn't mean that person is going to like peaches. And this isn't some kind of sign that you're doing something wrong or you maybe said something wrong or maybe you're just not a good person or you're not attractive or you're not interesting. It doesn't mean anything like that. This is the self-blame that the good girl does all the time. It's not like you're doing something wrong like if when, let's say, you're a child and you did something your parent or guardian didn't approve of. It's a sign that you are being yourself and you are living in your truth. That's what it is. And it's okay. And I need you to know that it's okay. You don't need to silence yourself. You don't need to stay quiet to keep the peace. Why would you neglect your own needs in such a way for the purpose of not triggering someone's unhealed wounds around you? Ask yourself why someone like that is around you in the first place when they can't stand your expression, your feeling, and they have to maybe make you feel small about it or make you feel wrong and argue with you. Maybe they're not able to handle a conversation with you. Why are you in those dynamics? Why do you continue depleting your own nervous system? Is that an act of self-love to you? And what can be done about that? What are the steps that you can take to begin cultivating that self-love so that you no longer have to wear a mask around the people that you call your friends and family and the people that you claim to love and you claim that love you? How can they love you when you don't allow for them to see the real you? How can you love genuinely when you don't even know what love is because you have yet to have found it internally? 
And you continue seeking external validation because you are seeking some kind of approval. You want to fit in. And so these questions are so good to ask yourself, even though they are uncomfortable. And that's why I put shadow work as number one, because self-reflecting and self-awareness is always going to come first when you are on a journey of self-evolution. And I talk about this a lot on this podcast. It's okay to differentiate yourself from the group. It's what makes you you. It's what makes you so special. We are all individualized strings of consciousness within one body of light. This means that we are one. We are all interconnected, but it does not mean that we are meant for group think. It doesn't mean that we are meant to exercise the survival mind of the tribal consciousness. We're not supposed to all be the same, you guys. We are here to be individuals and we all have a unique chemical blueprint that cannot be replicated. And I just wanted to really share this message with you today and share my journey with you because these lessons truly changed my life and it has taken me a very long time to reach that level of awareness within myself and heal so once again thank you so much for listening and i hope this podcast has helped you in some kind of way as always i love you so much and stay tuned for the next episode